Lee's and Watco's important target. One, two, one, two. Three. You're very loud there, you're very close to your mouth. Oh, sorry, well, I'm going to whisper. Okay, you can whisper. So, is this still episode, episode this, four? This is episode five now. Are we starting a new one? Did we finish the one yesterday? Well, it's, I think, um... I mean, did we finish the one two weeks ago? I think that, um... You don't need to whisper just because you're in my house. I do, because I don't want to upset the neighbours. Ah, uh, screw those losers. Right, okay. This is actually the most relaxed... Welcome to a very relaxed, um, many of you would say chilled, I wouldn't personally, but chilled episode of Important Target. What goes back in the fold? We're friends again. Did we fall out? We did, and I took control, but (laughs) due to a legal battle, um, I own the name, but I I have to employ you. I thought that it was the gentleman in Leicester Square that owned the name. Can we remind ourselves of what he sounded like, please? Important uh, target. Excellent. Um, you, maybe you could use that as a sting. Important uh, target. Like that. Well done. <laughs> it worked. Important uh, target. That one was superfluous. Um, we are recording this live in my living room of my house. It's um, quarter to two in the afternoon, and we are watching Jeremy Kyle on ITV2. I'm enjoying Jeremy Kyle. You're disgusted by it. I'm not a big fan of Jeremy Kyle. Why? I just think it's the dregs of society yeah. on our TV screens. I don't want to see that. He's no Jerry Springer as well. Oh, come on. Jerry Springer is much worse than Kyle. Yeah, but Jerry Spr- the thing about Jerry Springer is that you look. That obviously it's a different country, so you can look at it with a bit of scorn, thinking, oh, we're not like that. But then, Jeremy Kyle, it's just down the road, isn't it? It could the be lo- somebody living next door to you. It could be, yeah. it could be one of your family Well, it won't be living next door to me because I live in quite a posh area, probably living next door to you. One of the low points of my life was going was being in the audience of the Maury Povich show. Maury Povich. We were in I was in the audience of Maury Povich and there I you can see it. I've not seen it, but people have emailed me saying, Hey you were just on Maury Povich on ITV three and basically we were encouraged to boo fourteen year old girls. Right. Maury Povich yes. or Maury Povich, is that recorded in this country? In the United States of America so you were there in the United States. New York, New York. And you went, why did you go and see that? Well, I thought it'd be nice. We were going there for a, a weekend. I thought it'd be nice to go and get tickets to see a TV show. I tried to get tickets to see The Daily Show, but I sent the same email that I'd sent to Maury, and it started off saying, uh, we're big fans of The Maury Povich Show. <laughs> I forgot to change that <laughs> bit. So fair play, Daily Show wrote back saying, um, you want The Maury Povich Show? This is The Daily Show. Uh, so yeah, I thought it'd be nice to go and see. We, did, we planned some nice things. We went and saw Ronnie Spector live at BB King's. Uh, front row seats, beautiful, beautiful. And we saw the Maury Povich show, and we booed 13, 14 year old girls. We booed them. And halfway through it, I thought, actually, this is really, really bad what we're doing. I, yes, well, it is bad. And then, what, did you leave? No, you didn't. You stayed right We stayed for the, the well, the they, they filmed two episodes. We, we stayed for the first episode, we left for the second, mainly because it's going to be one of those ones where they just show clips, like greatest hit, Maury's right. greatest hits. And it is, it is uh, the, the thing I found out the Maury Povic show is it is evil. The, the, there's not even a pretense that they're helping people. Basically, it was it was teenage girls gone bad. So they were like 13, how 14. Bad, how bad? Very bad. Sleeping with men in their 40s. They were like 13, 14. Sleeping with men in their 40s. Tattoos. Tattoos. Smoking crack. Prostitution. And basically, so basically, it's kind of, you, you could look at it another way. It's, it's naughty girls or it's abused children. You know, you, it, it was one of those things. 
And at no point during it did Mori Povich try to help anybody. What, in fact, when it went to the break, he deliberately walked away from the parents and the children and wouldn't talk to them. And then at the end, they got sent to um, boot camp. And one of them had uh, a seizure. What, during the show? Yeah, yeah, they got sent off to boot camp at the end. And, and that was all filmed? Yep, yep, You yep. were part of that, Ian? Yeah, I was booing them. At one point, I was going, you should listen to your mama, listen to your mama. And the security told me off for shouting that out, which I actually thought was quite good advice, because uh, your mama was giving good advice, but... Right, and you were told off, because really, you should have been shouting, Boo. Come on, have a seizure. Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. I felt terrible. But then we, got, we were like, well, we can't now stop booing, because we're right in the front. Oh, it was awful, Watco. Really, one of my low points in my life. I'm ashamed of it. I'm ashamed of it. It was just me there, by the way, I should say. What, you were the only person in the audience? <laughs> yes, just, literally just me. That's why I couldn't leave. It would look really obvious. I went to see David Letterman when I was in New York. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Who did he have on? He had Ben Stiller. Oh. And Elvis Costello. Okay. Who did a song. Yeah, he would do. Yeah, he's a singer. And it was very nice, and there was no booing. No. There was there was no need to boo. Very cold studio, isn't it? Very cold. He likes it cold. Does, um, Keeps the audience on their toes. Dave. It's because Dave, under the lights, gets hot, and I think yeah. they'd sweat, you see, hence the reason why they have it cold. Well, no, I heard it was to keep his audience alert, and if it was too hot in there, the audience would be a bit sluggish and wouldn't applaud so uh, vociferously. And that's one of the reasons why I keep my studio, you may have noticed last night, very cold. Yes, the I did notice. I was, I was a little bit too cold in there yep. last night. Yep. But, you know, it's it's like when you're driving the car, you get to choose the music. When yep. you are doing a show, yep. you get yep. to choose the, the temperature of the... Yep. That's how it works. Yep. You're listening to... With the, me. the important target. No, he, the man's going to say it. The man just said it before you did, remember? Oh, right. You probably sorry. couldn't hear it because it hasn't happened yet. With me, Ian Watkins... And him, Ian Lee. There we go. Uh, and oh, it's uh, very too Ronnie's that too Ronnie's esque. Too Ronnie's no, not funny. I liked it when they sort of marched up and down and sung songs. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the um, one one of the Ronnies being Boy George. I remember the other Ronnie being um, Chaz from Chaz and Dave. I remember the big Ronnie being Buster Blood Vessel and singing, "I got bad habits. I don't eat me rabbits." <laughs> I remember one of them being dressed up as a baker. I remember, about baking. I remember it was the, the other Ronnie was Boy George. The small Ronnie? Yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? So what was who was Ronnie Barker dressed up as? Buster Blood Vessel. In the same... It's the it same was like thing. the 80s Top of the Pops they did, I was yeah. doing different bits that I'd seen. I've only ever seen that bit. You've only ever seen that and bit? And the Phantom Raspberry Blower of Old Londinium. I didn't like the serials they did. And Four Candles isn't funny. I get it. Yeah. It's well, Four Candles, know, Four Candles. Classic, Ian. Well, it is a classic, but it doesn't mean it's funny, really. Sorry, I'm sort of distracted because um, there's going to be a bit of argy-bargy on the Jeremy Kyle show. You ought to keep your bleeping mouth shut, you bleeping bleep bleeps. Jeremy Kyle is now sort of crouching down. Crouching tiger, hidden dragon. His, his microphone's on the floor, he's got his finger on his face, and he is ready to condone... Not condone, that's the wrong word, isn't it? The mama's got a sexy body. Don't look at the face, just look at the curve of the jean. She's got stars on her arm, um, the tattoo stars. And do you remember that lady who um, got tattooed all over her face and then she was disappointed in it? That Russian lady? No, I don't Russian? remember that. She 
she went in and How said... How could you not be t- disappointed with tattoos all over your face? Well, she fell asleep, apparently, and Ooh. the guy, the tattooist, um, he's he thought that she wanted just stars all over her face, so right. he kept going. Oh. And when she woke up, she had stars all over her face. Well, what did she want? She just wanted a couple of stars on her face. Well, come on, what's the difference? You know, you, well, you know you, you've gone for stars on your face, you might as well go, what I like to call, the whole hog. Well, anyway, she's going to have to um, she's gonna have to pay to have him removed now. 30 grand. Oh. And the tattooist had said that he would pay half, but he's pulled out now. Why? Because he just thinks that the woman was stupid, you know, for going along with it in the first but, place. Well, why, well, why, should he, why should he have to pay? Well, come on. You'd never, you'd never, I don't believe this story for a second. You never tattoo someone who's asleep. That's just one of the basic, that's what you learn day three of tattoo school. And I know, because I did four days of tattoo school. Did you? Yep. No. Somebody who you who you knew or know has done a tattoo program. Jodie Marsh. Jodie Marsh. Jodie Marsh. What was Jodie Marsh like in real life? Uh, she's I liked her a lot. She's she's got um, uh, she's got her knockers, um, but I liked her. You did that joke on the on the show. I did. Thank you. It's a good joke. I think uh, uh, she's nice. She's a little bit bonkers, you know, but but she's nice. I thought she was. I thought she was very charming. Liked her a lot. Anyway, so so would you ever think of if if it all? I'm not going to have sex with her. If the radio all dried up, would what? you? What, what have you heard? A tattooist. What have you heard? Not heard anything. Have all... you, have you, who have you been talking to? I speak to a lot of people. Who? Just people. Okay, and what have they said? Said that they don't think it's going to last much. Longer. Oh, nuts! Fair play. I've been doing this uh, this old thing solidly. For nearly seven years. But this is the this is the what, what would you call the genre? Fun talk. <laughs> uh, manic phoning. Manic phoning. Manic phoning. Manic phoning. I've been doing manic phonings uh, consecutively for seven years from LBC to here. A little bit before then, but that's consecutively. At some point, someone's going to wise up and go, "Hang on a minute, this A doesn't get many listeners, and B isn't very good. What are we doing paying him quite a substantial amount of money for? Bye bye. You're fired." Then what happens? At that moment. Then I was, I was thinking of becoming a tattoo. Ah, like, yeah. Link, I see what you're getting to. Yeah, tattooist. No, I was thinking of going to Tatooine. No, I don't uh, know. What, Tatooine Star Wars place? Yeah, that's... Stop singing. Yeah, because I don't think it needed that much. I'm falling asleep here. This is good. Because when you're asleep, I'm going to do a tattoo on you. <laughs> <laughs> of stars on my face. I'm gonna. Do, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm sort of still thinking it up. I remember reading an old co- epi- a copy of Wizard and Chips years ago. It wasn't old at the time. It's brand new. And some of the characters in it went out with some binoculars at night, and they said, "What? Hang on, <laughs> Wizard and Chips." Yeah, comic. You never heard of Wizard and Chips? No, it just sounds like it's going a little bit. They went out with binoculars at night, and yeah. he said, "Oh, I can see lots of stars." I said, oh, I bet you can. But what it was, he was looking, I remember it vividly, he was looking through someone's window and he could see the TV. And on the TV, if someone's got this, email it to us or send it on the Facebook page if you've not set up yet. But on the TV was Bruce Forsyth, Tarby, and possibly even Kenny Lynch. And they were the stars that the, man, the boy could see. I thought you were going to say he was looking through a window and he could see somebody's bum hole. <laughs> I, wasn't, I was definitely not going to say that, no. <laughs> That's made you laugh, hasn't it, eh? Yes, Because you has. said someone is bumhole. There's me trying to keep this clean. I've been clean all afternoon, uh, and you're just dropping a little bit of blue in there. 
That's not I've, good. I've got, I've got to have a doze before I go to Watford tonight for Barry's show. What kind of host do you, do you call yourself? What kind of hose? A host. <laughs> host. Well, I'm, I'm a manic phone-in. Is that really what you call it? Is that the... That's what the Radio Times describes the show as. Sorry, the Radio Times... Describes... Describes your show as the manic phone A manic phone... No, just... There's no the preposition. Manic phone-in. Is that the genre? That's the genre, yeah. That's not, just because the Radio Times has come up with that does not mean it's the genre. Do the BBC really? own the Radio Times? Because I remember when my dad used to work at the BBC, they would get free copies of uh, the Radio Times. Yes. I was, was brought up to yes. believe the Radio Times was owned by the BBC yes. and the TV Times was owned by the ITV. I think that's, I think that's right. So who, I think who owns going to get rid of Radio Times at some Who stage. owns TV Quick? It's owned by um, the Quick Save. Channel 4 used to have a magazine as well, I think. It was called... Um, the BBC also had... Um, Called the the look in. Do you remember the look in? Did you buy a look in? Look in was ITV. Was it ITV? Look in was totally ITV. Yeah. Was it? I thought it was a BBC. It's really common. I used to hate look in. I used to buy that. Oh look, Carl's about to have a fight. Shush. Making threats, right? What any day, right? You just made threats. So what? Well, good luck, mate, because that's going out. Shut your mouth and sit on your backside now. Carl, fair play. Carl stood up to him, but then Carl did walk away a little bit like a pussy. He should have just nutted him. He should have nutted him, right? Because by the time the guys realise what happened, then the big security guards are in there anyway. So Kyle should be allowed to get the first punch in. Yeah, but that would be aggravated assault, wouldn't it? Well... And it'd be on telly. Really? Yeah. Really? It'd be on the cameras. Would it? Yeah. But would it really? Yes, it would be. But would it? Let's get, before, before you fall asleep, let's just get back to this manic phone-in business. Yeah. What is the genre of what you do? I'm just interested. Matt, what, what's the question? Manic phone-in? I've told you this. Yeah, but that does, that's just because it says that in the... It's a phone-in, yeah? What you, did you we, think What did you think before it said it in the Radio Times? I thought this phone-in is a little bit crazy. The crazy phone-in? No preposition. Crazy phone-in. Crazy phone-in. Yeah, but manic is probably more accurate. Mania is involved. When you first started doing it at LBC, what did you think you were doing? Just a phone-in? Just a phone-in. The, the mania came later. You can't just start a manic phone-in. You kind of have to build up to it. So did you originally then just do normal shows? Because they were on the weekend shows. I used to listen to those. Those weren't that normal. They were very normal the week that I first started. I used to do, when I had Lady Steph producing me, I used to do, we used to go through the newspapers and get quirky stories, but we'd get stories out of newspapers and do stories from newspapers. I remember one day, a couple of months into it, and I was struggling, and Scott Solder, the programme controller, took me aside and said, Ian, why don't you do a show, but don't look at the newspapers, just talk about what's happening in your life. I remember thinking, you tosser, what a nonsense. He said, just don't do anything from the newspapers, do stuff that's happened to you that day or that week. I thought, you idiot. Best advice he ever gave me. Best advice he ever gave me. And now, we are now... Oh, they're going to do the DNA. The DNA test is up, show Stephen. Is, he is, is, is. Yeah, it's your child. Yeah, beautiful. Well done, Stephen. Beautiful. Stephen's pleased. Well done. And his fit mum is pleased. She's got a tattoo on her back. What I like to call a target. Important uh, target. Steady, come on. Look, it's two o'clock. Tonight, uh, tonight's the kind of night where anything can go. It's Barry from Watford. What are you doing? What on earth are you doing? What are you getting out of your wallet? Oh, have you got a little surprise for me? You've got a newspaper story. You're going to do topical. Oh, we're going to do Okay, it's time for topical. You're listening to... Important uh, target. Thanks.
That's the sound of a newspaper that Motko has just pulled out from his wallet. He has folded it up, and he's just put it back in his wallet. Anticlimactic. That's the end of the topical hour. Yep. Um, how long have we done? Have we done enough to put on the internet and justify charging 59 pence for? We don't. We don't charge. Sorry? We don't charge for this. What? We never have done. Why? Because I don't believe it's good enough to charge for. Who cares? People buy, buy this. I'm Ricky Gervais. I think you find you not. Does he live around here, by the way? Uh, he lives in uh, Hampstead and Los Angeles and probably New York. Okay. I see him occasionally. I don't speak to him. Why not? What am I going to say to him? Remember me? Yeah. Okay. Just say how you doing. No. No. You all right? Yeah. I'm all right. He's oh, he's him. No. What's the point? It, you know, we work together. Would you talk? Would you say hello to someone you worked together with ten years ago? Probably not. We got. We used to get. We used to be good friends as well. Wistful face. I'm so tired. Can I now? Now may I sleep? I'm just going to sleep here. Ian is. Um... I'm tired. I've got to do a show tonight. How long is your bit? Well, I'm I'm on it for quite for the whole thing, pretty much. I come you're, and go. You're on it from the whole. I come and go. It? I come and go. You come and go. But I'm very tired. I don't think you understand exactly how tired I am. Falling asleep. He's not really asleep. I'm not really asleep. Um, I'm very tired. All right. Well, can you do us a favour then? Yeah. With great pleasure. To, before we go to sleep. Yeah. Could you play as a tune on your ukulele? Yeah, of course. What do you want? Um, I don't know. Something exciting. I'll come and hold the the thing. Okay. So we've got this. To the left, to the left, everything you own in a box to the left in the closet. That's my stuff. Yes, if I bought it, please don't touch. Keep talking that mess, that's fine, but could you walk and talk at the same time? And it's my name that's on that jack. Da, 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 let me call you a cab, standing in the front yard, telling me how I'm such a fool, saying how I'll never ever find a man like you. You got me twisted, you must not know about me.